father's business. Prime mode. with this Holy Spirit. That's a cheat code. Holiness the standard. We never fold. We about to make a scene. About our father's business. What's up, bro? What's good with you, man? Man, first show yeah. and uh, <laughs> somebody we gonna be like that ratchet Christian to be like uh, we gonna blame it on the devil. No. Right, 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 right. Oh, brother. <laughs> hey, it happens. Uh, hey, things happen, man. So, I'd like to welcome everybody to the very first, not the same podcast. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm your man C. Michael, and we got Robert Ding. We in the building, and uh, this is going to be a podcast where we talk about CHH, which is Christian hip hop, as well as uh, sports, right, right, and our Christian faith. So we're going to explain a little bit of who we are, where we come from. First of all, I'm C. Michael, originally from Memphis, Tennessee, now residing in St. Louis. I've been rapping for. Longer than I've been married, and I've been married almost 19 years, which means I've been rapping a very long time. Yeah! <laughs> and I work a job, so that's a summation. <laughs> Had a couple of good songs, and uh, but but God has been faithful, man. And uh, what one of my goals of what I want to do with this podcast, man, is just to have fun, man. You know, it's right, something right. me and my brother Rob always been doing. One of the ways we met was we met at a music thing, but what we what really made us hit off real quick was our love of sports. You know, I had all Christian rapper friends and none of them like sports. The weirdest thing ever. I do not understand it. How do you operate? I don't what. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy, but I had a, a gang of them that didn't like sports. And when I met this brother, it was like a, a breath of fresh air. So, you know, that's what I want to do with it. You know, I'm going to let my man Rod tell you about himself right quick. Um, Robert Dean, I really don't know where I'm from, to tell you the truth, man. I didn't live in... <laughs> Lived in D.C., Cali, um, Dallas. So I'm from a little bit of everywhere. You can kind of see it or uh, hear it in my music or whatever the case might, may be. Um, I think my biggest thing with the music is just wanting to impact lives, tell my testimony, be as transparent as possible, not be a studio Christian, if you will. Not saying that I'm perfect, but I don't have a problem with putting um, putting my business out there to help the next man or woman. And um, as far as the podcast go, like my man said, just – Want to have fun, talk about the faith, talk about music, talk about sports, because that's basically what we do when we're sitting around. So um, hopefully y'all enjoy what y'all hear. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. We're going to get into this first topic and uh, we're going to do something different today, because like I said, we really plan to have just a real fun, you know, hype, high energy type show. But uh, right, right. we got some real things going on and. uh I want my, my brother Rob want to talk about something about this young man that was murdered senselessly. It was just right, a right. bad thing. I don't know all the details, but I know a young man of color was murdered. And this is becoming way too common. You know, this is like the regular thing. And of course, we got this disease thing going on. And uh, that's crazy in itself. But it ain't exempted young black men being murdered, man. And that is crazy. So uh, go ahead, brother Rob. Um, just, um, sitting, sitting about, I mean, being black and, you know, it's obvious we always go through certain things. Um, if you're from the hood, like myself, um, I know everybody's been pulled and I'm not gonna say everybody, but I know a lot of people have been pulled over by driving while black and to be murdered. And all you're doing is running down the street. And then it's looked at as no big deal. 
then, you know, that's where the outrage come from. And you try to make sense of it. But the bottom line is, I mean, it's nothing we can, I mean, what can we do? Because the last time when Mike Brown happened and being we're here in St. Louis, the riots happened. And it really didn't fix anything. The only thing that happened was a bunch of cats, you know, opportunists came through St. Louis, looted yep. a bunch of stuff, and it hurt, it, a lot, it hurt a lot of business, a lot of businesses in the, in the area. And it just put St. Louis on the map for the wrong reason. But, I mean, it's getting ridiculous. And I, I didn't want to let this day go past without us mentioning it. Like he said, this is supposed to be fun. But at the same time, like, when something like this happened, I don't want to be that deep Christian where yeah. it's just all about God and we ain't talking about the reals of, of what's happening in, in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, it's really, it's really, really sad, man. Like, I, I hate the fact that it happened because, you know, it's bad enough with this disease thing. <laughs> right, you know I mean, right, it's right. bad enough, you know, that we on quarantine and I got millions of thoughts about the disease. And, you know, if anybody tell you, they know exactly what's going on. Number one, they lying. <laughs> right. Because, right. you know, we don't know what's going on with this thing, man. And the best thing you can have right now is the blood of Jesus in your life concerning that disease, man. But with this stuff with the evil intentions and hearts of people, man, the murder folks. Because of the skin. You know, I experienced that. Like I said, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, and one of my first experiences with racism was like 10 years old. And it was a little kid. And he said, Hey mom, look, there's a new, you know. Right. And it right. was like he didn't see it was wrong. And I couldn't be mad at the kid, but I'm looking at the parent like, bruh, this little kid is calling me this, and I ain't doing nothing but walking down the street. And I can imagine what happened to this young man. I thank God that I didn't get, you know, uh snuffed out early. But so many people you know, situation don't go like that. I've been pulled over a gazillion times and searched and all that. And, it, you know, it's a shame, man. And, you know, I repeat, man, like I didn't want to have this dour type <laughs> podcast, man. But like like Rob said, man, we have to keep it real. Like, dog, this is a mess. But with that being said, as a Christian, if, if you're a parent, plead the blood of Jesus over your kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and know where they're going. And teach them how to act around people, man, because maybe it won't save them, man, but it could be something to slow them down. You know what I'm saying? Because racism, sometimes they don't, you don't get a chance to talk. But I will say this, though. You know, we got to be careful. We got to be led. You know, these are times where you have to be led, mm-hmm. let alone being led what you touch because it could have some corona on it. <laughs> you right, know, right. but you, you know, need to be led about where the kids are going and all that, man. So, yo, we wanted to just make that little quick point about that, man. Rob, I want you to talk about, you know, the other day I saw you say something about the coronavirus where you were saying, you know, they starting to open up all these doors and everything, man. But be careful, man. Elaborate a little bit on that, bro. Um, I mean, just for the fact that um, I know a lot of people who have lost people from the coronavirus that is real. But then when you look on social media, you still have these big gatherings, people still having parties. And, you know, just because you um asymptomatic or not showing signs of it, excuse me if I didn't pronounce it correctly. But just because you're not showing signs of it doesn't mean when you get to the building, you can't pass it off to the next person. For myself, since this all started, I'm high risk. I mean, everybody knows that I'm a a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer survivor. So my immune system is compromised. Even though I'm healed, I'm not going to be foolish enough to go out here when I'm constantly getting phone calls, um, text messages of people telling me, hey, can you pray for me? Um, I just lost another friend. Can you pray for me? My mom, my mom passed away um, from this and we're taking it as a joke. Now, in the beginning, I'll be the first to tell you, 
I thought it was I thought it was I didn't think it was as serious as what it was because the media the media hyped things up so quick. Real talk. And um I took it as a I took it as a joke. Now I stayed my tail home, don't get me wrong, but as far as like staying home and not going nowhere, in the beginning I wasn't doing that. So um, you know, just I want y'all to be safe and use wisdom. Even though these businesses are opening up, as much as I hate to say it, put your mask on. Cause I know I'm I'm guilty of not wearing my mask. Um, wash your hands. That shouldn't even have to be an announcement to wash your hands, but you know, just take the necessary precautions so that you're safe out here, man. Cause if you pass away, your loved ones can't even put you in the ground correctly right now. You know, 10 at a time, if that, if the hospitals even allow you, if the funeral home even will pick you up from the, um, the more from the hospital, because some funeral homes not even taking people in. So just something to think about. Most certainly, man. And, you know, it's crazy. I have a lot of thoughts about this. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is that, you know, the more and more information I get, the more I doubt I trust anything that the government says. I'm just going to be 100 percent, 1000 percent real. Right. Right. And, you know. I fully believe there is a disease out there. The effects of it, I do not know. I've had, you know, just like you told me, uh, I've had family members affected by it. So I Mm -hmm. do believe it's real, man. But at the same time, man, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And what I I don't want is to allow fear to come in. Because, you know, you remember in in the book of Job, you know, the Bible says Job's fears came upon him. And you got to be careful, you know, because it's like, yo, we got this thing out here. I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm gonna wash the black off my hands, and I'm scared of right, scared because right. I don't want to get. It. I don't want to get it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And then you look up, and then you get it. And it may not even be. It may be because like this biblical thing. What happened? Your fears came upon you because you allowed it to become such a fear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So wisdom, obviously, do what they say. Wash your hands and do all that, man. But don't allow fear to grip you. Know who you are. Number one, man. We in the fallen world. No shock right, any right, of this happened, right, man. Right, and more right. things is going to happen because this world is falling. But right. we part of the kingdom, man. We in his grace. His grace can help us. You know what I mean? So straight up, man, for everybody out there, man, just be careful with this COVID thing and get knowledge. Ask God to lead you because he'll show you some stuff. Straight up. Hey, I, I want to I say this, too, also on what you just said about fear. So I talked to someone today who went to the doctor and the doctor actually told this individual keep your spirits up because fear compromises your immune system. Mm. So if, if a regular mm. doctor is saying that we not mm. on here being deep as Christians saying that, you know, fear can fear actually compromises your immune system, not just yeah, from COVID, but it compromises your immune system to the regular common cold because you already have your body in a nervous state. So just think about that. Um, that's coming from a doctor and that's not even being on no deep, you know, um, Christian type talk. That's just real talk of, of from a, a regular doctor saying fear can compromise your immune system. It's real talk, man. So let's get into this topic, man. You watch the last dance, yeah. bro? Yeah, I've been on top of it. I mean, shoot, with no sports on, and I mean, from the era we in, you know, we a little um, got a little wisdom under our belt. You yeah, know, we saw yeah. we saw Mike play, so a lot See? of people think it's fluff. See these cameras hiding these grays. It look real good in this camera, but uh, they don't even know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know Wolfman over here, man. I, I can't hide these. But no, yeah. man, that last dance has been on point, man. What mm-hmm. you thinking, man? You know what was crazy to me is like that brother's competitive spirit, man. Like he was such a beast out there. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like right. he would go so hard, 
And that brother was like, well, win at any means possible. You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people had this discussion about is LeBron the GOAT? I think people call LeBron the GOAT because they ain't seen Mike, like, live. You know what I mean? Right, now, right. You know, I've heard these discussions. Like, do you think that LeBron could work in the 80s, you know, like when Mike was playing? Man, absolutely. This dude is 6'9 and about right. 250, all rock. Of course he yeah. can play in those. But what he don't have, I think, I guess the difference is he didn't have that killer as a young age like Mike, man. I think Mike, man, he'll beat his own mama if they trying to, whoever, <laughs> you know, a dude so competitive. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I just think brother is from a different era, man. But uh, what really stood out to me, man, that stuff about Scotty. Like, bro, like he seriously sat out of season because they weren't paying him. Like everybody, like Mike, Mike was making 30 mil a year, right? And Scott was making two mil. Like, man, that's a tragedy. Bro, yeah. Scotty Pippen? Right, right. No, I mean, my favorite and, player. My favorite player so. I mean, quiet as kept, he was just as good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just crazy to me, man. But uh it and, and what's even worse as a believer, man, it, the show is better when you see the cussing in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I mean, you try to do the edited version, that, that nah. You 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 gotta feel that joint, you know. Especially if you if you're a hooper for it, you gonna have to go on and feel all that punch. <laughs> hey man, hey look for every believer on this podcast who may be looking or who may watch later on. Oh, you didn't slipped up and said a couple of words when you playing ball. If you truly play ball, exactly. you didn't slip up. It may not have been nothing major, but you you, you didn't slip up and said something out of out of the norm. Especially if you want to win. Now, if you out there try, trying to be look, this is this thing I used to I used to play in high school. We call this guys. I used to always play with church folks, man. I played in my church, played all the time. But some of us really was trying to play on the high school team, and some of us was what we call fellowship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fellowship right. player. You know, I'm out. You know, we out here for that good fellowship, but we ain't trying to really win this game. But if you of if you of of day that uh trying to win, yeah, you got to watch your mouth. I ain't saying. I ain't advocating cussing. I'm not a cursor, but uh, I can get angry, man. Let somebody slap you in your face right quick. What's <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you know that dang may turn into something else. You be like, oh, forgive me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, super, super quick. <laughs> but getting back on that competitive instinct and the LeBron factor, um, that's the reason I've always rated the folks the way that I rated them. Like I feel like MJ is the goat. You know, just the rings. Yeah. But he the GOAT for his era. I felt like Kobe was the GOAT. Like, people were straight scared of Michael when you look at the last dance. People were straight scared of Kobe when Kobe came into the building because Kobe was a killer, bro. Like, he was a straight killer. Absolutely. And, and Michael say that, um, you know, Kobe took all his moves from him, and you can kind of see it even in the mannerisms. Yeah. Um, well, LeBron, LeBron is the nice guy. And right. I think right. Mike and Kobe didn't care about being the nice guy. They was the no. buttholes. They weren't trying to be your friend at no, all. They wouldn't. And, uh, and LeBron's a little different. But I can't deny eight straight finals, bro. Like, I can't deny it. <laughs> but he'll look different, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is, man, you cool as that deal. I ain't getting yeah. on no banana boat with you, bro. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> hey. We cool as that deal. Hey. I'm not getting on the banana boat with you, brother. brother that, that ain't popping off. We as best friends. <laughs> I ain't getting no banana boat, bro. No banana, nothing, actually, bro. We ain't going to eat bananas around each other. <laughs> for hey, real, bro. man. 
who do you think in the league right now, who you think got that kill in them? I, I, I started off by saying Westbrook definitely uh-huh. got, that, got that killer where he could have played in that time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Westbrook, uh, mm, oh, they kind of hard to find now. Hold on. Zebo, he don't play no more. Yeah. Yeah. Unintended because that's my team. But uh, let's see, who else? I still think LeBron could do it. You know, he will whine a little bit, but he'll toughen up. Yeah. Definitely Westbrook. He 100% got that mentality. I even say Clay Thompson, man. Yeah, yeah Clay got Clay Thompson, he, he, look, no against, no, 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 look, no offense to the light skin, brother. He light skin, but he a dog. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> hey, shout out to, hey, shout out, shout out to Gully and Ruben. Hey, I'll shout out to Gully and Ruben. Hey, 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 they who? Respect. Respect. <laughs> you, you know the mantra. So, Look, bro, I, I think Clay, Steph, he'll be a lot of play play, but I still think he'll dog them dudes. Let's yeah. see. But as for the killer that's going to win by any means necessary, I say mm-hmm. uh, Westbrook, Kawhi, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. I give it to Paul George. He got it in him. Uh, uh, you don't see it with Paul George, bro? Uh, no, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see. I think every team that Paul's been on, he had a killer with him. So he kind of mm-hmm. took up on he took that killer mentality. Okay. When he okay. was in Indiana, when he That's was, what in I was just about to say though, but who was with him in Indiana though? Nobody, and he wasn't killing. I mean, he was a great oh, player. On, but I wouldn't call him a killer. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a killer, man. I, 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 I just I can't I can't do can't it, do man. It. I go it. back and look at some highlights after this episode. We'll see okay. what's going okay. on. Okay, we, we can go with that. Right. Kyle Lowry. Say about yeah. Kyle Lowry. Now he's short. I don't like the look. Look, I don't like the way he play. He play because he flop a lot, but he go hard though. In the regular season, okay. I take Kyle in the regular season. Well, bro, they won a championship last year. Uh, yeah, but um, Kawhi that was, was there. Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, Siakam did something too, though. Yeah, Siakam is a beast. I give it to um. I think Kyrie got that killer in him, man. Bro, he too much on that naughty man. He ain't got time, man. <laughs> He's trying to see if the earth flat when he hooping, man. He ain't. <laughs> hey, but hey, he embarrassing you at the same time. You know what I'm this saying? This is true. This is um, true. This is true. I didn't think he had this. I thought he was soft in the beginning, but KD got that killer in him, dog. When they made Kevin Durant mad, yeah, and he went on them streets. I feel like KD had a killer. Um, this dude not a superstar, but I feel like um, what's my little man? He, the look, the little goon out in um the Clippers. My man um. Uh, oh, Pat Bev. Pat Bev. Hey, bro. Hey, straight goon. Yeah, one <laughs> word. And for all my followers, y'all, y'all know what that one word is. That's what he is when he out there on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hood and engineer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One word. One Thousand word. Percent. Thousand percent. Got to have him on the squad for sure, for sure. Okay, so speaking of people, uh, players in that time, who you think you could play now? Now, we're going to just go on and say Jordan, I know, but um, of the rest of the people. Like, you think Magic could play now? I think Magic could play because of his height. I, bro, I feel he like he was slow as ever, bro. Like he was slow, but I'm he, a Magic fan. But that brother was super slow. Hey, check this out. He was slow, but yet and still they were the Showtime Lakers. Okay, it, you okay. know what I'm saying. So, like a great team can slow down the game. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like Houston want to get you out there and run, 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 run. Mm-hmm. But if you turn around and you play, um, you turn around and you play like Milwaukee. They kind of have a slower pace when they play the ball and when they play the game, but they're just as good. Boston, yeah. kind of a slower pace this year with um Tatum, 
Walker, um, Marcus Smart, and all them guys. But um, going back to that era, Scottie Pippen definitely could play. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about people who can stretch the floor. Yeah. I think um, I think Chris Webber could probably still play. Carl Malone. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the Shaq definitely could still play today. I don't care. I don't care if he couldn't shoot a free throw or a three. He he Thanks. he gonna put you down there. You know what I'm Thanks. saying? He gonna, um. I don't know, man. I mean, just transitioning the game. That's the part. That's the problem with the goat conversation. It's errors. You know what I mean? Like Wilt scored a hundred points, but mm-hmm. we don't call him the greatest player of all times. He scored a hundred points playing a bunch of six two guys. All right. I mean, now granted, he did play against um, Bill Russell and, and 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 Kareem and them later on. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like when he was breaking records in black and white, like he was the only black dude on the court. No, you know, yeah. and seven foot. Like, what can you do? This that's why. This Me playing true. my kids, so yeah. Well, I would say, uh, I think, uh, who else I think would be, I definitely think, uh, Isaiah Thomas, the original oh, Isaiah, the original Isaiah Zeke. Zeke was a problem, Zeke was a problem. Now, now he, he was he was a jerk on the court, <laughs> he went by any means necessary, and he didn't shake Mike, Mike's hand, which I ain't, I don't think is no big deal. I don't I think it's a big deal either. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, I mean, if you're a Hooper man, you don't want to shake everybody's hand. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Mark um, in Iverson. Definitely Iverson. Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. For sure, Mark for sure. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I forgot about AI. AI gave him that business. AI was a beast. AI yeah. was a beast. And he then left not one weight his whole career. Right. He lit, he lit. I ain't gonna say what he is, but uh, yeah, that brother, was, <laughs> that brother was definitely a beast on the court, man. Let's see, uh, man, I don't know who else, bro. I don't know who else. I will say this, man. It's it's this COVID thing really sucks in the sense of sports, man. And yeah. I'm gonna say for only this reason because I have to talk about it. My rookie of the year <laughs> for my team. Oh, he got that killer. Yeah, he is a dog. He got that killer. But uh, man, we was gonna make the playoffs, or we might have made the playoffs. But bruh, I'm so happy. My face don't show up, but bruh, I'm so happy (laughs) 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 to actually have a superstar. If you know anybody's watching, if you follow a team, you ride or die. Because I love the Memphis Grizzlies because what's on the front of the jersey. I'm from Memphis. I love Memphis. So the fact that we lucked up and whoever. Whoever got paid for us to actually get a superstar, thank you. I appreciate you. Right, right, right. And I need that brother back on the court straight up. Hold up, Jason. Uh, let's see what Mark is said. Jason Kidd? Uh, I, 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 like, I like old J. I like OJ. I don't like Ace and Kid when he didn't yeah. have a J. <laughs> <laughs> Ace and Kid didn't have a jumper to save his life. I like I like the I like the older. I like the mature Jason kid when he could actually shoot the ball. His brother said, "Ace and kid." I'm going to have a day to save his life. Hey, hey, he had dimes though, bro. He, he had, had dimes, dimes, but he shouldn't have been co-rookie of the year. My, look, I ride with Duke all day long. I know everybody knows this. Grant Hill should have got Grant, that rookie of the year by Grant Hill, Grant Hill was a beast. Yeah, Grant Hill should have got that. No, no doubt, no doubt. Man, I think uh, one thing about that show that I think was crazy, man. One more thing about it was. Jordan ran that joint, bro. Like, hey. look, so when when Rodman talking about I need a break, he went to the coach, and the coach went to Michael and said, all right, Mike, can he go? 
Can, yeah. he, can he take a break? Like this dude, like own the team or something, man. Like that joint is crazy. Hey, the other part about it, man, like everything he said was gonna happen, it happened. Like if he told him, hey, he ain't scoring no more. Hey, you won't lose this game. Are we gonna win this championship? Like my man spoke on it and he came through, and I don't think nobody else has been able to do that. Cause um, you know, I'm a big Dwayne Wade fan. Out well, basketball Dwayne Wade fan. And I'll leave you it. You don't care no about the team. <laughs> <laughs> so um oh, 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 I, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you dig what I'm saying. Um so <laughs> I'm a big D-Wade basketball fan. And when they got on there and talking about some not one, not two, not three, and they started talking about all these um Doing championships, the um, and they didn't come through, I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah. So let's see. Mark N says, Chef Curry, Tatum, and, of course, King Bron Bron. Yeah, of course, Bron. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Tatum, Tatum a beast, too. Yeah, yeah Tatum. I agree with Tatum. I agree with you on that, Mark Ann. Oh, yeah, Tatum, yeah, Tatum, yeah. Tatum for real. Tatum and it, and Chef Curry is just hands down. That dude does things I've never seen in my life. So what up, Murray? Murray, what's good, man? Yeah, Chef Curry, he changed the game, man. He got everybody shooting threes right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he do. It, it get on my nerves because when you're trying to play with people out here, they don't even let you set up for the rebound. What Scooter. up, Scooter? What up, bro? We gotta get you on one day, bro. Yeah, soon, real soon. You tell us how to do a podcast. The right way. I mean, we already started off late, but that was yeah. technical difficulties. Yeah, blame it on, on production, but I'm my own production. So, yeah, this one thing, you know, Rob, me and you didn't talk about it. I want to do this on the shows, man, where guys can ask questions like Mark is doing. Mark is a yeah. trailblazer, you know what I'm saying? So, it's how we think the NBA would look moving forward with everything going on. That's tough, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, you know what I think? I think folks going to have it, the COVID testing going to be like the drug testing. Cats going to have to get yeah. tested before they go out there and, um, you know, it go from there. I don't know how quick the test really turn around. I think it's like a, I mean, but it's the NBA. If they need a yeah, quick I heard, test. I heard they got the, like them five hour joints now. Yeah. So, so they probably they got do, the bread, you know, they got they, the bread to do it, but you know what? They probably do mandatory testing. You know what I heard was, you know, Adam Silver has the money to get the test, had a capacity to get the test, like 100,000 of them joints. So it'd be for all the workers going in and, in and out the facility, right? Mm-hmm. But he don't want to do it while everybody in the world ain't got enough tests. Because, you know, it's all about the, the way the image looks. Oh, yeah. He, and he's smart. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's a businessman. Brother hey, Will what's Addison. What's up, brother? What's, up, what's brother? going on, bro? Say hello to Miki. Be set forever. Appreciate the love, Will. Appreciate the love, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, Rob, uh, we want to talk about right quick before we go on to the next subject yeah. is uh, people want to be able to sit, submit their songs to be played on here. Tell them how to do it, bro. Uh, just submit. You can go um, www. or Gmail. Um, the the <laughs> my fault. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start this the same, no, no, okay. Not the same <laughs> podcast <laughs> at Gmail at G. I was about to get Robert Dean, and I, I my bad, man. I'm plugging self. Um, not the same uh, up, podcast at G, at Gmail. Um, dot com. Y'all can submit your songs, and then we'll send the waiver and everything over. So when we going through those transitions then you guys can hear your songs being played. And um, the only thing we'll ask, if you submit your song, just follow us, follow the podcast, and like us. And then, you know, we'll play your song on here, and then we'll tell you who you are, you know, where you're from, and what you got going on for that little bit of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Trying to support, man. Trying to support. Yeah, so we trying to do this thing a lot, man. 
We trying to do this every week, God yeah. willing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, we need your help. We need you coming. We need you to like the page. And we ain't done. We got one last topic. We're going to talk about what's going on in CHH. Both of us are CHH rappers. We are uh, what you call adult. <laughs> All caps. Adult <laughs> rappers, you know, because you know, we got families, we got wives, we got jobs, and yeah. uh, but yeah, one me, thing, I got kids with, with a Z, Z not, not a S, <laughs> with a Z. Kids, what up, Jerry Fudge, brother? How you doing, Jerry? What's going on? Yep. But uh, yeah. So one of the things that happened last week, uh, it was by I heard that a bunch of Christian rappers basically took a weekend and made diss tracks towards each other. It was crazy. I don't know. The, I know one of the guys personally, and they said it, they were just doing it, to, doing it for fun, just to flex their skills. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the fun, the, what happened was, brother got a little emotional. People got their feelings, <laughs> <laughs> and it became a problem. You know what I'm saying? And people got real mad at each other and all that because they was just, yeah, they was just have. You funny, Cortez. Y'all the YCH. No, you ain't funny. You right. In Jesus' name. <laughs> In Jesus' name. But nah, man. So, you know, the brother started doing, start doing like literally diss tracks. And uh, mm-hmm. it was crazy. You know, for me personally, I ain't into that. I always think it's whack. Any Christian rapper do a diss track. But I understand people have a fun. So I don't want to come off as like this super judgmental. Right, Dude, right. Because I'm not, I'm not really there. And but I just think that that's that's crazy, man. Like, why would you, why would you do that? Like, I am not shocked anybody got in their feelings, man. For real. Hey, bro, I'm gonna tell you something. As cool as me and you are, I ain't doing no diss tracks. <laughs> for, hey, for one, we know too much about each other. That hey, hold on, hold on. Let me bring myself back. Facts. <laughs> we know too much yeah, about please, each other, please, and, 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 and the only thing that's gonna happen is we are gonna end up knuckling it up, right? And then it's gonna right. be, and then it's gonna be, you know, the land on the hands, and it ain't gonna be um <laughs> for prayer. <laughs> so now nah, yeah. the, the this track, man, I I guess I can understand it and fun. I think my man's um. My little bro, um, Demetrius Radiant, I know he had something like battle rapping. He had an idea to do battle rap um, way before all this stuff got popular. So um, shout out to Demetrius because he was ahead of his time. He was talking about this about five or six years ago. No lie. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think the biggest thing about it, anytime you do a battle rap, anytime you do a diss rap is I, I, I don't see the I don't see the purpose of it. I mean, that's just my humble opinion. But yeah, I'm. I'm cool on the diss and the battle rap thing because you say something slick, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to repent after the fact. Bro, shout out to Letitia Beck. I think she spoke to you, bro. Hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. my brother uh, Cortez says it's whack if we got to call it whack, we got to call it out. That's facts, bro. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> like I said, man, I don't want to be judgmental, man, because me and Rob talked about this before we did the show. One thing is crazy is a lot of the rappers now we're a couple we 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 we're a little over decade decade older then so for us to be like man that's stupid is whack because we on a whole different mindset of thinking you know what I'm saying right, so like right, we're not right. thinking about we so far past being signed only thing I'm signing is a check bro right right <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm so far past that. And there's no it's no hate towards nobody. It's just I'm at a different age group. So when I was 22, oh, bro, yeah, I do a diss track in a minute. I was on it because 
really in my mind, I was trying to be like the world as much as I can because it's like, man, I want to be just as hard as the world. You know what I'm saying? I had that mindset. Also, right. I was barely married. <laughs> Number one, I just got married. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really, really trying to. I had no big achievements in my head at that time. My main achievement was trying to be uh, Mr. Superstar Rapper at that time. I was trying to go as far as I can. I was wanting to get signed. You know, I actually knew Lecrae used to stay in Memphis and I knew the brother. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I'm a, I'm a deal with reach. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, you get to talking to people, you get a little arrogant. <laughs> and then right, God right. will humble you real quick, real quick, get that, get you that real, real quick. Yeah, I got that. So, but at that age, man, I, I wouldn't even, like I said, I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even thinking about like the, the gravity of what a diss track would do. So, like, with all that being said, what I mean is, I don't, I don't want to down the brothers that did it, but hopefully they'll learn from it, man. Because like, you ain't gonna be able to down another brother and they just gonna laugh it off like it's comedy, bro. It is not comedy. Like, you get to talking crazy about me on the song, like half, half of half of me gonna be like, I just want to go visit you. Especially if you're in St. Louis, I know where everybody stays. Like, bro, like, come talk to me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But yeah. thank God, none of the St. Louis artists do that. We don't. We don't. You know, we don't really any beef I hear about. I heard about it five years after what happened, basically. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. And it, and none yeah. of it ever involved me or really you. So I don't ever be worried about that. But I'm just saying, man, like that's crazy. And I'm sure it probably helped them brothers flex their rap skills, though. I bet it did help that. And ain't nothing wrong with that, man. But I couldn't, I just couldn't see myself doing it, man. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm what's with up, Nigel? What's up, bro? How you doing? M-O-G. What's M-O-G going on, bro? in the house. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah, like my man Jerry, Jerry Fuzz just said right here, it's all love in St. Louis, straight up. And in my yeah. hometown, Memphis, same way. All the rappers banding together, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the best thing. I mean, Coming together and doing something as a team, as opposed to being divided, man. That's that's the one thing. Um, when it comes to the music, um, transitioning from the diss, I gotta say I did my homework. Um, if anybody know me or have talked to me, oh, I, gotta, I, I, I gotta come back for that. Hold up, what? Yeah, <laughs> I did my homework, brother. <laughs> I actually went out and listened to a bunch of CHA artists that, um, like I, I, I get stuck in a bubble. I got a I got a hard time with listening to just all CHH. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm a local head, so I'm talking about Tarsia, Ruben, Toy. Gully, Intake, yeah. um, um, Laborers, um, St. Alien, the Rios, the Deidre Denises, everybody in the Lua. If I didn't name you, I'm sorry. It's a gang of y'all out here. Shoes, Lil Thee. We got a um, million unsigned yeah. artists. A million. Um, like <laughs> honestly. St. Louis has an empire when it comes to CHH artists. Definitely. If everybody could get past um, whatever the issues may be. Thanks. With that being said, I listened to um, I wrote the list down all this week. I've been listening to some of the um, some of the artists coming out, because if you're going to be in the genre, you do need to support. I may they may not minister to me. That's one of my favorite words. They don't minister to me. I never call anybody whack. I'll just say, you know, they don't minister to me because I remember when I first started before I released in 2012. I had a well-known artist tell me, oh, yeah, that joint cool if you're just going to share it with your family. Mm. And here I am now, and glory be to God, internationally known. No, I'm not doing international tours, but internationally known as Rob Redeem, and my songs have touched and to the glory be to God, you know what I'm saying? But had I listened to that one person 
telling me I was only good enough for my family. So that's why I never call anybody whack. Yeah. Because basically that's what the homeboy did to me. Yeah. Just called me whack without calling me whack. Anyways. Yeah. Um, in in love. And yeah, in love. One day, one day I listened yeah. to her album. Um, the joint was cool vibe. Um, I'm not going to talk about replay value. I'm just going to say one day. Yeah. Uh, Todd Brazel, Hovey, yeah. um, Mitch Daryl, Jay Crum, Aaron Cole, 1K, mm-hmm. few, Eric, 1K on fire right now. Yeah. Um, Gabi, his new album, um, super dope. Um, you got the Bizzle with the Brian Trejo, KB Armies. We had that. We had that plan on here. Hold on, like brother. Brother Will asked a question. He said, "Is CHH dead?" David said, "No." Um, I think it. I don't think it's dead. I don't think it's. But I will also say this: it depends on the definition of CHH now. You know what I mean? Yeah. For what for yeah. what me and C do, um, Wilbur and you. I mean, you you know. Um, I mean, you heard that you heard the project. We put the word in our music. So if you're talking about word base, I think a lot of people are kind of shying away from putting the word in it. And I'm not saying that you're not a Christian rapper. If you don't put it in there, all I'm saying, if it's the power in the name of Jesus and we're Christian rappers and we never mention our Christianity, then you're just rapping. So I think it all depends on the new CHH wave. (laughs) (laughs) The new CHH wave is all about, entertainment and it ain't nothing wrong with entertaining it ain't nothing wrong with trying to be on for yeah. me i'm doing quite well without being signed to a, a a label like i'm i'm not hurting yeah and i have fun you know making the music and doing what i'm able to do so um it's dead in some senses or it's a it's a remnant there we go yeah. there's a remnant of yes, rappers sir. who are still doing yeah. gospel rap you know, Christian hip hop, maybe that's, you know, but you know, gospel rap where you actually preach the gospel. So yeah. I'm gonna get off my soapbox and let, um, see, go ahead and take that off, man. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't believe it's dead at all. I think it's very alive and kicking, but in different ways. So answering my brother Will's question is the way I grew up learning and understanding CHH, which is like from cross movement as a Southern kid, but I fell in love with them because the word, I love the word and they made the word sound cool. Yeah, that ain't coming back. Right. Never. That ain't yeah. coming back. Yes. It's it's different now. And this whole generation is different now. And it, they, you know, their their ways of uh showing respect to God is very different than the way we have. It almost has seemed to the way CHA started back in them crossing the days, it almost seemed shallow. But it don't mean all of them is like that. I just think they're in that they're in that process. And what I mean by that is going back to what I was saying earlier. When you're 22, 19, 22, 23, your priorities are very different, way different than when you're 30 different. something. And mm-hmm. you you don't understand, you may not understand the importance of putting the word in your music because the word may have not may have not rocked you to the point that you feel like you need to talk about it all the time. It may have rocked you to the point that, yeah, you don't want to go to hell, but then you ain't trying to raise that banner. But now when you get into that point of where, like, okay, this has changed my life. Or like Rob, I had cancer all of a sudden. I ain't got cancer no more. Ain't nobody did it. But God, oh yeah, you gonna put it in the music because you seen something, you had some experiences. And I think some of them guys just really gonna have to do that. You know, they gonna have to really. They just gotta keep living. And if they don't ever come out of it, then you know that's that's that. Like for example, you know Lecrae, he had his little moment, five six year moment where you know I think bro was tripping. You know that's his business, but you know he was kind of off a little bit. You hear some of the more music now, now it's about restoration. Now it's kind of, 
it's coming back because you grow up, man. Like you go through stuff. And, you know, that's no great plug for Lecrae or nobody else. I'm just saying him as an example, you know. So I just think uh, CHA is not dead. It's different. That's what it is. It's different. Definitely. But uh, I saw another yeah, question. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to listen to that um that Dayton. I know he just dropped not too long ago. Yeah. I'm going to go and, I'm gonna go have to check that out this week and find and um see what they spitting on. Yeah. Let's see. Cortez, Vivid Core is all about gospel rap. This is Amen. facts, brother. That's, I agree. That, that, that's why I rock with y'all. <laughs> I agree. I do agree. So my wife took she took my uh, my little list, bro. You got the list. What was the next thing we supposed to talk about? No, nah, that was um we pretty much um on point as far as everything that we were supposed to talk about, man. I know, but um, hold on, hold on. My boy, my brother Will had another question. This is a good question. Yes, sir. Check this out. Ah, uh, good question, you know brother Will. Good it question. is. Hey, I, I'll I'll say this. I think they do sound the same, but if you listen to mainstream um hip hop, it sounds it's, the same. It sounds the same, right? And and it's no secret. Like our genre of music is is a is really a subgenre, you know, in itself. And we kind of follow the waves, um, but it all sounds the same. If if you listen to a beat, it's the same baseline, same hi hat, whatever the case may be, and then the cat over it spitting is what makes it unique or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do sound the same. Um, I was listening to a dude the other day, and I swore up and down it was Aaron Cole, and when I looked down at Spotify, I was somebody to- totally different. So, <laughs> um, or prime example, um, I got I got a um, shout out to Christian Raps. They put diagnose out there, and I'm looking in the comments. And somebody say I sound like a slave slim thug. I've been hearing that since I started rapping. So it, it it's gonna always <laughs> right. It's gonna so always Chris, so Chris. My bad, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, what what up, Sage? Um it's gonna always sound the same in, in, in one way or another. It's gonna always be a comparison, if you will. Yeah. And right now, like when we came in, like C just said, when we came in, it was cross movement, you know, um truth, flame. Yep. Yeah. Um, you had you had guys like um everyday process K drama mm-hmm. like so they were real heavy on 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 biblical, but most of these guys you got to remember the five years that he was talking about Lecrae kind of doing his thing. That's their that's their um that's their bar, right? Lecrae is, he set right. the bar at that point, and they right. seeing him do the mixtapes. And I'm not mm-hmm. listen anybody hearing the sound of my voice. I'm not dissing Lecrae. So don't go trolling me after talking about why we got to That's not what I'm saying. Please what don't. I'm saying is that's that's their bar. You know what I'm saying? And um, I have no issues with Lecrae. Every time I've met this brother, he's been solid. So I don't have an issue with him. Um, but he's the bar. He set the bar for most of these young rappers. And now you got the NFs coming out. So they're seeing that there's other ways to do it. And the bottom line is everybody rapping Christian rap ain't Christian. They only in it to get their foot through the door so they can get to the next level. Talk to them. Talk I mean, to them. you know what I mean? Like, look, I'm yeah. tight. I'm 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 getting them over here. I'm eating them. Yeah. So a record label come in and say, okay, let's take you over here. Yeah. So and yeah, that's man. been happening for the longest, man. Even with singers, not just rap. Of course. And that, you know that that'll never change, man. That'll never change. But I, you know, I say this, man, like. Back to what Will was saying. No, CHH is not dead. You know, it would never die. But they just got. I think we have to all come back to our first love, man. But I think yeah. the best way to do that, like I said, you have to live some life, man. Like you gonna know who your God is. Like if you was full time rap ministry right now, you gonna know who Ooh. God is now. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet you know now. 
You know what I'm saying? Because there is no shows. There's nothing. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. You can do a live, you can do a live show or whatever, but you not, you know, who's gonna give your honorarium to go live at house at the house? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. and you know, me and Rob, so many times, you know, we've had rappers laugh at us and be like, Man, you working, man, you supposed to go all the way. Look, man, I got a woman back there, I gotta take care of. You know, I got family, man. I got goals. I wanna retire. It's hard to retire from rap. <laughs> Let's be real. Now, I, now it's song. That is making money, they can retire, but that's not everybody. And, the, right, and I think right. the net is getting a little bit wider where a lot of more people can come in. You know what I mean? Where, you know, you may not be Lecrae, but you may be able to be Social Club. You may be able to be Aaron Cole. You may be able to be that. But let's name a lot of those people. How many of them, me and Rob's age? We ain't going to tell you our age, but <laughs> how many of them my age? I'm going to tell you, not many. Maybe Lecrae. That's about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a couple yeah. of other from around here. No names. Yeah. But, you know, the, the main point is, man, like, you just got to know why you're doing this and never let, let that go. Because my thing is, man, I always looked at myself as a full-time rapper with a full-time job. And what I meant, every weekend I gave it, and I go travel, I go do all the stuff I got to do. I go out of town, Facts. be on a plane, and Facts. a lot of them tickets I'm paying for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and I was living off the uh, the merch table or whatever. And then a lot of times they get there and people are sensitive annoying. And then they'll be like, you know what, man, we're going to give you something. But a lot of times I had to go out there on faith. You know what I'm saying? And Robin with me, went, went with me a million times. I'd be like, bro, I need you to ride. And we go ride and we go do it and God will show up. And what I realized is that that was my lane and that worked for me, but it don't work for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, Ain't nothing wrong with working. Ain't nothing wrong with working. Especially if you got a wife. She'll be much more happier. You know what I'm saying? Because her birthday going to look a lot more nicer. Yeah, like Mark said, the truth yeah. said the best. You can work a job and kill it on Spotify. Talk to yeah. Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. these times, you know, a lot of dudes don't even perform no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're getting all streaming numbers. and uh, yeah. Which is, that's a whole nother uh, podcast is streaming, man. It's a joke. You're going to be trying to live off that, bro. You're going to be eating crumbs. You gonna be on Wick or what? What's the government server? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember right, uh, right. y'all remember uh, back in the day, Ricky Thomas. What's up, brother? Uh, I remember uh, back in the day when, when unfortunately, Ambassador had his issue, right? And he was doing an interview. He was talking about, yeah, you know, I was traveling and I was doing these tours, man. But you know, me and my wife was on Wick. What? What? You know what I mean? I'm gonna say what? You're traveling. You're doing tours, you're getting booked at all these big festivals, but you're on WIC. Does that add up? You know what I mean? And you can look at it and be like, yo, man, it's all for the glory of God. Yes, it's all for the glory of God. But what if you got a degree and you're going to look at your wife and say, well, God told me to rap, but I got this degree in IT, a computer programmer that can make me about 60000 a year, but I'm going to choose this path just to rap and make maybe twenty five, maybe. And you got to tweet, 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 tweet all day. <laughs> you got to Instagram all day to maybe get to that point. What is that, man? You know what I mean? So, and no hate to anybody that does that. But, man, like I said earlier, coronavirus will find it out, though. Because <laughs> right. what show you going to? What you going to do? You know what I mean? And I thank God. Like, I had some some troubles at my job and pay reductions and all that. But you know what I still got? A job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still look at my wife and say, oh, yeah, the rent going to be paid this month. You know what I mean? Right. 
Cardinal going to be paid. Don't worry about it. I got this. That's what changed me because I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy where uh, where I was going to make it and nothing else. And I was married, a young married man, and I was going to make it, man. I was going to give up everything to make it because I wanted to be a star. I felt like I had some talent. I had to go. And then I messed around and had bounced accounts. And it's like, okay, they ain't going to work. And the worst thing ever is be like, be in a house and our power get cut off a sudden. And my wife looking at me like, Negro, what did you do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, no, nah, but I got to get this album out, though. But the power off. I got to get this album out, though. But you getting kicked out the house, though. I got to get this album out, though, and they pulling your car out at the driveway. And that made something change my mind because I wanted to be able to look at my wife and say, baby, don't you worry about nothing. I got this. Number one, God got me, and I got this. I'm the head of this, this house. You know what I mean? And that's what changed me, brother. You know, I didn't mean to go into all that, man, but it's real anyhow. Yeah, I'm a, um, I'll speak on that as far as um, I understand why people be on the grind. You know, from like when you hustle, that's agree, what you bro. know. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You 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 a hustler and you got that hustle mentality like, hey, I'm get this merch. I got these followers. I got this. And for some, it is a success story. But y'all only see the success. Y'all don't see the failure behind it or the ones who took the blueprint for someone else who did do all those things. They lost everything, but then they end up in stardom. That's far in between. And the only thing that me and C is saying for anybody listening is we're not saying don't follow your dreams. Don't chase your dreams. What we also trying to say is don't spend your life chasing something that God wouldn't have you to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's, that's why we say be led, be spirit led, use wisdom when you're doing this. You know what I'm saying? Because my man, Dre Smitty say this all the time. Christian rap is not a cash cow. You know what I mean? Um, I think about Brian Trejo, like the brother ministry is powerful. I've been on at some of the same venues with this brother and it was packed out. Yep. And I will tell you this, that man's schedule was packed for 2020 for Come the on, end, brother. you know, Brother, every like, weekend that brother was gone. Every, yeah, every other every, day. Every other day he had a show. on Tuesdays. You know, and, yeah, you get right. Booked, you'll never get booked Tuesday. on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but just think about this. Brian Trejo in a month could do anywhere from 20, 20 to 25 shows in a month. And I, and I may be exaggerating a little bit, but one thing I'll say about um, Brian T is this brother, he trusting in the Lord. Now, I don't know what his financial pocket's looking like, but I know if you're charging 1500 a show and you got 15 to 25 shows a month, he ain't hurting. But exactly. now we got COVID. Now we got COVID. What is, what is he going to do? You're going to do right. a 10-person show? Right. You, you know what I mean? Right. You're going to no gatherings more than 10, and, and it just don't, it don't add up. So right. just you, don't risk your family for the sake of – That's the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? And then That's you the get, then you get me, and, me, me and C.H., and now you got a whole life of regrets because now you don't have a relationship with your kids. You don't have a relationship right. with your with, with your ex-wife or or your girlfriend or, or whatever Amen. the case may be. And I say ex because when them, when, them be, when them bills start piling up, man, and you can't pay it, like, listen, Mark, I know you're still on here. That verse that I gave you, brother, when I was talking about my life, you don't want to go through a whole winter with no power, with no electric, with no – we. me and my uncle was in the dark. You dig what I'm saying? And we made things like kerosene heaters heat. That's it. In St. Louis, cold as ever, but we made it work. And if you're going to give that to your family and you got babies, you like it's just not worth it. You got to count up the cost, man, is all I'm saying. And I feel like, you know, uh, if God meant for it to be, he'll work it out. 
you know, for example, you can be somebody like my brother minister and uh, that brother fine. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if God called you to that, then it's that. But you can't decide what your calling is. You can't just be like, hmm, that's my calling. That calling, the calling ain't decided by you. It's decided by God. You know what I mean? He's the one that gives you the calling and, and the gifts. And when he gives you that and you recognize it, then you will find some provision for it there. But if it's something where he's just telling you to do just for right now, then you do it for right now and take your black behind the work or your white behind or your brown behind or your peach behind. <laughs> Go to work because the Bible says if a man don't work, he shouldn't eat. You know what I'm saying? So now I understand if you get signed and your work is the music and God told you to do it, do that to the fullest. But if not, then uh, yeah. follow like our bro the brothers you see on the camera right now. I'm just going to get a job. And if you need one, holler at both of us. We may be able to <laughs> Still, you in direction because you know some people say that I ain't getting no job, and then we mess around and try to get you one, and then you know we see the other side of it too. It ain't no calling; you just don't want to work. You, know, <laughs> you, want, you want all that the way you want all that weight to be on your wife's back. It, it was never designed biblically to be on her back. I'm just talking about she, she, she tripping. Yeah, she tripping, man. You know she's supposed to work two jobs for me. Why I get why I get my ministry off the ground, man. Stop, bro. Stop. Hey, but hey, we gonna we gonna go ahead and yeah. wrap that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead. Yeah, we'll probably lost right. about uh, probably lost about ten viewers off that one. But um, <laughs> it, we weren't talking to you, brother or sister. We just talking in general because we see it so much, man. Yeah, and um, yeah. just having a knucklehead mentality. Like I didn't start rapping until 2012, but um, by then I had been through so much turmoil that yeah only thing my ministry has been about is being transparent and yeah. i always said like when god like god gave me robert dink like 2012 i just came out of remission in 20 um 2007 and he showed me robert dink mm -hmm. um i didn't pick up nothing my cousin zoo he gave me a beat and said cuzzo try this and i'm giving backstory behind this and about the call and making a point um he said, do this. And the Lord, I said, Lord, if you want me to rap, then you're going to have to put the pad. You're going to have to give, give me the lyrics. And I promise you, me and my cousin recorded my first um, project that um, Redeemed Obedient Believer in his closet in his apartment. And it took us every bit of, I think, three weeks because God had gave it to me. He gave me everything to say. And it's always been like that. So um, only time I have a writer's block is when I'm trying to do it on my own. So God actually... Yep told me to do this and it's all about impacting lives man like if somebody yep. hear the sound of, if they hear a song and be like i'm encouraged guess what for me that just went platinum yep. if they Amen. hear the song and they give their life to christ or they repent for something they did they forgive a loved one like anything that can hinder them from having a relationship with the lord if my song encourages them to get through the day that's enough for me because i do have a job i do have a retirement plan or whatever the case may be so mm -hmm. i'm comfortable now, if he see fit and it take off, like me and C gonna release a project soon, and that joint take off, in I'm Jesus not quitting name. my job. Right. We just gonna be traveling on the weekends, getting it in. Yeah, that ain't the plan. Quitting the job, <laughs> it can take off much as it won't. I'm gonna take off on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, go to work during the week. Y'all, y'all definitely be encouraged out there, man. Um, I hope y'all enjoy episode yeah. one. See, I'm gonna yeah. let I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take it over. Um, tune in next Thursday. See, it's all you, bro. 
Yeah, so once again, I appreciate all y'all being here. Uh, this is the Not the Same podcast, and what Not the Same mean? We're part of the remnant, and the remnant is part not the same. You're not like everybody else, so you can right. join in and be a part of this if you feel like you're not the same, and that's real good. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> like the page, Not the Same podcast on Facebook. Uh, we're gonna try to get this on YouTube soon. We're gonna uh, have like a literal podcast. You can get it on uh, iTunes and all that, man. So we got we got big plans. Uh, if you're on Instagram, look up Not the Same Podcast. We got that on Instagram right now too. Uh, and uh, you know what I'm saying we're gonna have a good time. So I'm C. Micah, Robert Dean. Hey, don't forget to submit that music, y'all, for real. Yeah. Like let your voice be heard. Yes, sir. And this no is curse. not the not the same podcast. We out, man. About a father's business, crime mode. Filled with this Holy Spirit, that's a cheat code. Holiness the standard, we never fold. We about to make a scene, episode.